This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. And whatever you want to do online, whether you want to have a portfolio or a blog or just like a one-page site that's all about you and how great you are and how how what nice socks you wear. Yeah. I mean, Who doesn't want to have a website about that? I mean, not that there are a lot of pictures of me online of my socks. <laughs> well, you know, Matthew, I hear that if you think it, if you dream it, you can make it. Yes. With Squarespace. Again, this is not just from Rocky Horror Picture Show. It is also the truth about Squarespace. And you can get a free trial and 10% off by going to squarespace.com and using the offer code SPILLED at checkout. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spill Belk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about watermelon. And uh, and the weird things that I do with it, apparently. Well, so Matthew, so I'm sitting here. And we're going to just go right into this? I'm sitting okay. here at the table uh, in our studio, a.k.a. Matthew's dining room, and he says to me, you know, how do you like your watermelon cut? And I'm thinking, well, how many different ways are there to cut a watermelon? And so I'm like, well, just cut it however you want. So what he puts in front of me... <laughs> Is this giant wedge that I am going to, in order to eat this, I'm going to have to actually, like, wash my face with it. I'm, I'm going to get a no, knife. No, so... no, no. No. I'm going to do this. All right. I'm going to do this. There was no thought process involved here. It was just like, you know, uh, this is this is the second episode we're recording today, and uh, uh, I I'm just... I'm going in. Okay. And I just want to eat some watermelon. Okay. So... Hey, let's go down memory lane. This is not a good way to cut a, cut a watermelon. This it's a good, is a it's good terrible watermelon. way to cut a watermelon. It's funny how like sometimes you think there's no wrong way to do something, and then right after that you see someone do it wrong. This is amazing. It's like I'm. <laughs> this is so dumb. It's a wedge, you know, from from the outside into the the center. It's like how you would cut a a wedge of cantaloupe. Yeah, but it's like so deep. In order to eat all the flesh out of this, I am actually going to. <laughs> Have the the rind wrapped around my head <laughs> like a like a Jordy LaForge eye, eye mask thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Can it's, you see? It's that? okay. Most of our listeners do. <laughs> it's uh, it's the Lavar Burton character from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh my god, I had such a crush the, on Will Wheaton. Yeah, have we talked lately about my crush on Will Wheaton? No, let's let's go into it. 
so I first got I first developed this crush while watching Stand by Me, which oh, I mean, wonderful. We yeah. should all watch that again. Can we do that soon. for one of our movie episodes that yeah. we do every like six years or whatever? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do Stand by Me. Okay. Anyway, I I got this massive crush on Will Wheaton, and and then I found out that he was going to be in Star Trek: The Next Generation. I sort of tried to watch it, but somehow he became kind of stiff and robotic, like a little bit. Um, Keanu Reevesy. Oh, um, let the record show that uh, the host that was criticizing something about <laughs> Star Trek: The Next Generation was not me. <laughs> Attention, the internet. <laughs> that was somebody else. <laughs> is it supposed? Uh, is it a great show? It's a it's a show with many many uh, beloved. Many fervent admirers. That's how uh, I feel about Battlestar super Galactica. Fans. Yeah. I'm a super fan of Battlestar Galactica. Good. Yeah. I think you just redeemed yourself in the nick of time. Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> hey, shall I burst into a Bonnie Raitt song? Uh, oh, from Nick of Time? From Nick of Time. Let's hear it. <laughs> I can't remember how any of them started. Okay. It's been a long time. Um, I, Bonnie Raitt had, like a, I feel like, a string of three really good albums, uh, of which that was one, and I and they yeah. all kind of blend together. I think that was like late 80s, was Nick of Time, late Sounds, 80s. Yeah. God, that was a great album. So, oh yeah, so this is our Bonnie Raitt episode. <laughs> okay, so anyway. It's Bonnie Raitt, The Next Generation. Let's, let's. Let's go let's into go, this let's watermelon. Let's go down on this watermelon. Yeah. Let's um, <laughs> let's go down memory lane. Yeah, we'll we'll continue doing this episode until we get down to the point where the watermelon suctions itself, <laughs> grind suctions suctions itself to our faces, and we can't oh, talk oh, anymore. Can, do you want to see what I'm gonna have to do to get into this? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I gotta get a picture. <laughs> so dumb. I'm, I am so deep into so, this watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you wouldn't really eat watermelon with a spoon the way you would a cantaloupe, right? No, why absolutely. not? Mm-mm. Is it is it just like tradition? Well, for one custom. Thing, okay, for one thing, watermelon has this wonderful texture that like is so satisfying to bite into. Mm-hmm. Cantaloupe has a tighter texture. Like there's something about the cell structure of watermelon that makes it break off into yeah. bites really mm-hmm. easily. I don't think cantaloupe would do the same thing. No, you're right. It's uh, watermelon is kind of like. Uh, you know that florist's foam that's so fun to stick your fingers yes, into? Exactly. Only you can eat it. Like, you know, you you want to eat that florist foam. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. But this, now you can. Well, so when I was growing let's go down memory lane. Yeah, okay. Okay. When I was growing up, I did not eat much watermelon. Um, I didn't like melons generally. Um, we're talking about fruit. Yeah. See, I, how, look how far you've come. I, <laughs> I didn't like melon generally, uh-huh. and I still have a really ambivalent relationship to like cantaloupe type melons. I got such a good melon the other day. Yeah, I mean, when they're really good, I am a, a huge believer. But then at other times, they just kind of strike me as kind of gross. Yeah, and like a, a cantaloupe can be really bland, or as I call it, a blandalope. <laughs> but, um, and that's really disappointing and unpleasant. <laughs> Which... <laughs> which which is also what I call an antelope that you don't want to get cornered talking to at a party. <laughs> oh, did you did you inhale a watermelon seed? Remember last week when we said what we were going to do something crazy for our 500th episode? Well, too bad Molly died on the 301st episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Okay, I was actually choking, and my face is streaked with uh-huh. tears. <laughs> it's you went method. It's it's good because like the big the big Oscar scene is coming up. 
Well, what happened was Matthew made his blandalope joke. <laughs> I remember that when and it I, happened. And I, kind of, I was there. I kind of blew my nose a little bit while I was eating a watermelon, <laughs> like involuntarily. Oh, did a seed go up your and nose? And then some like juice trickled down my throat while I was um, trying to recover. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. and then you just kept making jokes and I was actually dying and you were just sitting here making jokes about people at parties. I think if you asked a bunch of comedians, like uh, what if um, there was someone who would actually laugh so hard they would die at your jokes? Would would you? How would you feel about killing that person with your jokes? It probably most of them would say, oh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. So you're really, you're feeling real good about yourself right now, mm-hmm. aren't you? Okay, yeah. great. Okay, anyway. I know Blandalo. So, yeah, uh, I did not like melon in general. And I I think, like, so my parents really liked melon. And I remember my dad buying honeydew and cantaloupe. But I remember distinctly that my mother always felt that watermelon was, quote unquote, not worth it. What does yeah, that mean? Yeah, my mom always was felt that watermelon expensive? just... No, I think she felt that it wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. It never tasted... <laughs> Hit your glasses on the microphone <laughs> while attempting to take a bite of watermelon. Um, I think she always felt like watermelon is a lot of work to eat because you have to spit the seeds. This was back mm-hmm. in the eighties, like when there weren't these like seedless watermelons. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't and, look up like why that they suddenly succeeded with that. It seemed like I don't know, but anyway, I think she always felt like it wasn't very fun to eat and it wasn't very good. It just didn't taste very good. And I think that she just was kind of like, it's just not worth it. And so she never bought it. And she kind of poisoned me against watermelon. And it was only when I became older and got to, you know, be a grown up and form my own (laughs) opinions about things that I was like, watermelon is delicious. And you know what, folks? Now my mom loves watermelon because I have put it in front of her so many times. The the child has become the teacher, as they say. Um, (laughs) I okay. First of all, th- like the way that I cut this watermelon is one of the worst things I've ever done <laughs> it's so in my dumb. life. Um, it's a horrible mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, there's going to be an inquest. But watermelon, well, watermelon is so context dependent. It's one of the most. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's okay. I got this from here on out. <laughs> More juice just went down my throat. We have to stop. You have to stop talking when I take a bite of watermelon because you always say something funny and then I, okay. I choked it down. I don't even know what I said this I, time. <laughs> Was it just wa- that I missed Watermelon. <laughs> that doesn't even mean anything. Okay. Um, it's so context dependent. It really uh, like is. More so than almost any other food I can think of. Um, I know. I mean, like, except maybe like a funnel cake. Like, well, yeah. I mean, ice cream. We we eat ice cream in the winter. Like, you would not eat watermelon in the winter. No. And, like, it, it even feels a little weird eating it indoors. Yeah. It, it's definitely supposed to be eaten outdoors. I, I, I wonder if this is a remnant from the days when they all had seeds. And so you're supposed to eat oh. them outside and, like, spit the seeds. Yeah, because it's not considered good manners to spit seeds on the floor of your friend's living room. Yeah, yeah. Or dining room. So wait a minute. So what about memory lane for you? Oh, um, you know, I think I had kind of an average watermelon childhood. <laughs> um, I I don't remember loving it or hating it. I remember eating it outdoors at a picnic or a you know backyard party, uh, and you know I was never unhappy to get a slice of watermelon so here- because no one ever gave me a fucked up one like this. But. <laughs> 
hold on. Matthew, have you ever bought a watermelon and cut it up before? Because the way you cut this up, I'm starting to think the answer is no. I think the answer is no. I mean, really, seriously. Well, there's always someone else who will do it for me. Okay, so can I tell you what I would, the way that I cut up a watermelon? Yes, please. Okay, so basically, so I can see that you have cut it in half across, let's call it its, its equator. Yes. Okay, I do that too. Cut it in half across the equator. Step one, nailed it. Yeah, okay. Then I take one of the halves and I cut it in half. So then you have two big wedges. Got it. Right? Then I cut those wedges crosswise into like smaller triangular pieces that you can hold in your hand. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, that's, see that, that piece on the cutting board, now Matthew? you say that, I can see that that's the right way to do it. So yeah, if I were you, I would have taken this and cut across it this way. I would have left our two pieces together and cut across yep. it. That, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, didn't I show creativity? Don't I get points for that? I still can't get over the fact that you thought this was an okay <laughs> way to serve watermelon. This is ridiculous. Okay, but I, when you know when I'm on the witness stand, you know, defending myself, I need to come up with some ex- like excuse. Is that what you give in court? Like an okay. excuse? Yeah. yeah, an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. sure. Yeah, a murder. A murder happened, but I've got an excuse. <laughs> like he cut the watermelon real wrong. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Are you ready to start your new business, listener? Well, you can make it stand out with Squarespace. Yeah, you can get all up in the World Wide Web's business by going to (laughs) squarespace.com and starting your free trial and building a beautiful website with absolutely no effort. And you can customize everything from the look and feel. They've got these gorgeous templates that you can start with. And then, really, there's like nothing to install or patch or upgrade ever. You can have a gorgeous website that that basically takes nothing. Yeah, no, I have make. a Squarespace website. I, I, I don't even have words for it. I, I feel like it almost feels like I'm not getting my money's worth because I don't have to do anything to keep my Squarespace website going. <laughs> it just it just keeps going and going and like there's no downtime. Uh, there are no technical issues. It just works. It's amazing. It's amazing. I forget about it. It's my personal website and I forget that I'm even a person because Squarespace is so reliable. Yeah, it's basically like your website has replaced your personhood and that's a great oh. feeling. No, my website is much more reliable than I am, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So to get your free trial, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code SPILLED to save 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com, offer code SPILLED. Matthew, so what do you look for in a watermelon when you buy it? So this may be the first watermelon that I've bought. Um, Clearly. So... I don't know. I guess like not too too heavy for me to carry home would be number one. So I, well, here's what I can never remember. I remember reading about how to pick a watermelon a long time ago. Some people say you thump it and it should mm-hmm. sound hollow, but I, I frankly think that every single watermelon I've ever thumped sounded hollow. So I, that doesn't seem to be a reliable indicator to me. To all the watermelons I've thumped before, I have also heard that <clears throat> you want the. You know how there's often like a lighter patch on it from where it's been sitting on the ground. Yes. So I think I read somewhere that you want that to be kind of a creamy yellow as opposed to a white color. Okay. I have no idea. Or maybe it's that you want it to be white and not creamy yellow. Okay. Listeners, but, I'm sure I'm sure people have an opinion on this. I don't I don't know how you would even test this hypothesis. Anyway, I always look for the ones 
that have a like a creamy yellow patch on the side. Okay, this is this is like <clears throat> watermelon three hundred one. This is way beyond. My I'm level, probably but doing I'm learning it totally wrong. But anyway, not um, as wrong as me. And I, I, I feel like somewhere along the way, I, I've heard a lot of people complain that the seedless watermelons like don't taste as good. I have heard this too. But and frankly, because I grew up not eating watermelon, I have very rarely eaten the seeded kind. And so, so I, all I know is the seedless. This seedless watermelon certainly doesn't. <clears throat> taste to me any different from how I remember watermelon, seedy watermelon when I was a kid. I, I think, hated the seeds. I think the truth is, just like any type of fruit, my experience with watermelon has been that there are some of them that are really flavorful and some that are not. Uh-huh. I think probably as a kid, I was afraid that when I swallowed the seeds, inevitably it would grow into a watermelon tree in I my stomach. I was afraid that I was going to get pregnant, and that's why I didn't eat watermelon until I was a grown-up and could properly... Care for that water pre- watermelon baby? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it would be half watermelon, half person. <laughs> yeah. It would be like Renesmee from Twilight. Yes, exactly. Only it would be. <laughs> um, it would be In like. It would be trying to eat you from the inside. Well, but it would be, you know, she was half vampire, half human. This mm-hmm. would be half watermelon, half human, which I think is a far superior combination. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I mean, much it was, juicier. It was like a combination of like a Renesmee kind of character and also like Jack the, the pumpkin head guy. Oh, a Jack Nesme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, the other thing I remember, uh, can we go back to memory lane for oh, a moment? Sure, sure. What, um, I was just, yeah. When, another thing I remember now, uh, it just came to me when I was a kid, and when I would get this watermelon <clears> slice, <throat> it was maybe like an inch thick, like a wedge cut properly. I would like look for the black seeds and stick my finger through and push them out the other side. So that I would have this really good wedge of watermelon that looked like a wedge of Swiss cheese, only red. Wow. It was yeah, it was very smart, and my finger would get all sticky, and like I'd be leaving seeds everywhere. I was a bad kid. That that's the kind of the story of a lot of teenage boys' lives. Yeah, <laughs> leaving, oh, leaving seed everywhere, <laughs> and your fingers are all sticky. Yeah, okay. Oh! Oh! <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Oh, I can't go on. That's oh, okay. just too much. Um, I'm so sorry, everybody. Yeah, no, that was I, I. That was good. Okay, so how do you feel about the yellow watermelons? I don't remember. I mean, I have had it, but I don't remember whether it was any different. What do you think? I would love to do like a, a, a like a blind taste test. Yeah, I should have see gotten if we other could watermelons. The difference. I I have often felt so. You know, like the yellow tomatoes, how those are like lower acid. Well, I really like a lot of acidity in a tomato, for instance. Yeah, and and I somehow I have brought that same kind of. Um, prejudice against the 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 yellow fruit to my my watermelon purchasing i feel like i don't want to buy the yellow ones because somehow they 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 mean less flavor to me Mm -hmm. and when you say the yellow fruit you mean bananas right yeah i mean i mean bananas Uh, (laughs) so wait when you're eating so even seedless watermelons have seeds yeah white yeah it's it's uh real false advertising yeah so do you eat the seeds because i do yeah, sure. I, I eat the white seeds. It would be too difficult to try and extract them, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I'm not happy that they're there. I mean, sometimes I come across a black one, even in my seedless watermelon, uh-huh. and I eat that, too. Can, can, is it possible to even get, I get, probably like at a farmer's market, there's there's someone growing heirloom yeah. seedy watermelons, yeah, right? Yeah, I think for sure. Because I really think that when we were kids, like watermelons, not only were they mostly or all seedy, but they were much bigger. Yes, I think that that is, I mean, I think that that for like the grocery store market over time 
there's been this preference for those like cute little round ones. Is this like a bowling alone thing where this is like a symptom of our disconnected society? I, th- I think so. And I think so. We're all sitting alone in our houses ordering individual size watermelons online. Yeah. Culminating in, in the personal watermelon. Oh, so tell me what's the personal watermelon? It's just a really small watermelon that I've seen advertised as a personal watermelon, which I love the name. So wait, is that different from like the, the like the the like little watermelons that we see in the grocery store that are like maybe the size of um uh gosh what are they the size of but smaller than the one i got right uh, yes yeah, smaller than the one you got no, i think i think you're describing a personal watermelon okay the size of a boy that's interesting like what is that that's that it's smaller zone between like uh a softball and a basketball there's not a lot of balls in between those is, a volleyball, is there is a volleyball a little bit smaller than a basketball but it's maybe still, the, it's this still, watermelon is still smaller than a volleyball but bigger than a softball Yes. What? We have to think of a ball in between those, like a kid's bowling ball. No, but no. even that is bigger. Like a, well, like a cantaloupe, right? Yeah, like a cantaloupe. Uh-huh. There we go. Okay. There we go. Thank God. Well, that was really tough that was for a rough. second there. So, okay. So, like, what do you do with watermelon? Um, well, as I mean, I just like cut it in a way that is, that is like <laughs> harmful. Um, <laughs> I I don't cook with watermelon. Like, I've eaten a watermelon salad that I enjoyed, especially if there's, like, a really acidic element um, to it. Like, you know, maybe some, uh, like, nice uh, vinegar or or lots of lime juice and uh, and mint in there. Sounds good. How do you feel about feta? Um, I'm not a feta fan. Oh, I love feta, but I don't really love, like, like, watermelon salads. No, I had to do that, too, in order to get in there. I don't... I just don't really love this watermelon salad thing. For one thing, as soon as you cut watermelon up like that, it starts leaking juice. That's true. And so very quickly, this salad is going to look really tired. Um, I, I think you've described like a problem with fruit salads in general, that uh, they get beat up, they, they leak and get, they pool, they weep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I make, I mean, we all, I make we fruit all salad. We all leak, pool, and weep. I make, <laughs> I make fruit salad frequently for myself in June, but I make it. And then we eat like I make enough for the two of us to eat and then we eat it. Yeah, it's a personal watermelon salad. It's a personal watermelon salad. You know what? I should buy a personal watermelon, hollow it out and fill it with fruit salad Mm -hmm. or fill it with vodka, which I hear is a thing. Right. Yeah. What is it with people like injecting watermelons with vodka? I think it's just a fun thing to say you did. Right. And also like fun because you get to inject something. I, I don't know if it's good. Hey, we've never done like a jello shot or like 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 frat party gimmicky booze episode. I love this. Like like booze injected into various fruits mm-hmm. and like jello shots and um those jello shots that are supposed to look like a wedge of 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 orange. Uh-huh. Um yeah, I like all these ideas. Let's do this. How about butt chugging? <laughs> What's that? It's a thing that may or may not be an urban legend where you put booze up your butt. No, we're not doing that. Good. What about a keg stand? Can we do a keg stand episode? I, I've heard of that, but I don't know what that is. I don't know either, but I've got kegs at Delancey. Okay. Um, I've never... Can, can we do all of these things on the same episode and then go to the hospital? <laughs> um, I, I, I've never done a keg stand, and I always feel like, why would you do that? Um, and I always feel like I don't know what it is, so maybe it's fun. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, cool. Well, stay tuned because we're going to be d- doing all of this sometime yeah. in our 300th episode year. Didn't we determine recently that, that uh, I don't know what a beer bong is either? 
Yeah, I think we did. Okay. Yeah. Um, but let's I, not talk about it again because okay. I'm not sure I know either. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you ever seen one of those square watermelons uh, from Japan? No, but I hope I will get to on our trip to Tokyo. Possibly. Yeah. It's like a watermelon grown in a mold. So it comes out like a cube. And what I really want to know is, so you know how like some loaf pans have like perfectly like squared off corners and some have just these kind of like sloping kind yeah. of not totally square corners do these square watermelons like are they fully like squared off they don't have a sharp edge i want them to have a sharp edge maybe I mean, you could sand on. it down like file it somehow <laughs> like bring a file into the into the fruit store okay okay i want to see one of these uh and how about uh like frozen watermelon is that a thing yeah i've, I've had that really yeah it seems like it would be a really weird texture yeah, it is. Oh, cool. Hey, what about, I know that some people do like compressed watermelon. I've heard of this, this and like I a very don't really thing. know. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of, you know, it, there's a lot of room to, com- it's highly compressible, it seems like, because it's got that. Would you that do it in like a vacuum sealer? Oh, I bet you do. Um, or or using a duck press. <laughs> What's a duck press? We've, I know we've talked about this before. but A duck press is this gigantic brass uh, torture device that you that you like press a duck in to squeeze out all its extra fat it, it's like some very high maintenance french dish that you know is a thing that that you might have seen I at like a continental it, restaurant in the 60s i bet they serve it with compressed watermelon sure yeah you can just stuff put the duck and the watermelon in there and just like press them together yeah hey it's what called about a, her ducker melon. I feel like for a while I was seeing on menus a watermelon steak. Like where they yes. would take a watermelon. Did they actually grill it or was this just like a slab of watermelon? You can grill watermelon. I don't really know if boy, I feel like I feel like as soon as we got beyond like just eating, eating watermelon, it, like I wasn't even good at apart. that part. Everything just fell apart. Um yeah, like I grilled watermelon. That might or might not be good. That's my take you on it. You know what I really do like to do and what I forgot to mention here on our our list of things to talk about? Um, I do like putting... So have you ever like taken watermelon, cubed it up, put it in the food processor and sort of made like a little drink out of it? Oh. Like you can, you know, do it with some, some white wine or you could do it with some hard alcohol, um, some lemon, like anyway, you can make like a little, I don't know, almost like spritzer with the juice from it. I have not done this, but I've had it many times, usually uh, at like a Chinese or Vietnamese restaurant where, mm-hmm. where it's on the menu as like watermelon juice or watermelon yes. smoothie. Oh, and it's yeah. really just like, uh, I think probably like frozen and then pureed watermelon yes. or, or like with a little ice. So good. Probably yeah, with some su- probably with a little sugar yeah. too, maybe. So good. And then also, I mean, I venture to guess you could make a great popsicle out of that same thing. Yeah. Like kind I of think an icy could. kind of popsicle. I have, but... I have popsicle molds. Cool. And I've got a bunch of leftover watermelon. You sure do. If I ever figure out how to cut it up, <laughs> I will make that. That's not gonna happen. Oh, what about pickled watermelon rind? Uh oh yeah, that I like. I feel like it's kind of like, it's just kind of like, hey, what can we pickle? Let's put other things in brine. Yeah, but I, I don't, but, I don't, it does it, ha- I, I don't feel like the texture is that special. I, I don't know why I would do that. But hey, what can we pickle is like, was the genesis of many great things, right? I guess. I, mean, um, I you know, I, it's not, it's not like something that I uh, have made or go out of my way for, but then every time I'm reminded that it exists because it's, because it's on a menu and I, and I end up with it, I'm like, oh, I actually like this. So I, but I guess, I guess you don't. 
I guess the the things no, you I mean, hate I, I like are it. watermelon <laughs> pickle, happiness, and, uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, <laughs> and happiness. Yeah. This episode was brought to you by Spice Island, and I have a true Spice Island-related story. I've been on a kick of making garlic knots recently, and I've been using the store brand garlic powder, and Spice Island sent me some of their garlic powder, and I used it instead, and these were like three times as garlicky, and the garlic flavor was better, and I'm not saying this because this is an ad. This was really just like totally blew me away. So whether you're looking for that kind of flavor adventure or just better tasting meals, you should also try Spice Islands. Uh, it's not just garlic powder. They got Saigon cinnamon. They got dillweed. They got cumin. They got turmeric. And you can get them all by going to your grocer's premium spice section and also go to spiceislands.com slash milk for more spice facts and delicious recipes. Who are the other kids in... Stand by me. Uh, River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Feldman. Yes, and he was my least favorite. I think I like a Corey Feldman. Um, River Phoenix. Corey Haim was only a singer, right? No, uh, you're good. thinking of Corey Hart. Oh, Corey Hart. So Corey, Corey, Corey Haim was an actor. Was an actor uh, now deceased who uh, was in several movies with Corey Feldman, and they yeah. were like the two Corys or the Corys or something. Yeah, I think they were in License to Drive. Oh, cool. And I and some other movies. <clears throat> well, uh, thanks for listening to our um, our Will Wheaton fan episode. Will Wa- our Will Watermelon episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Uh, I don't know. I, we're we're going to post a picture of Molly attempting to eat. The- I may or may not allow this picture to be posted. Understood. And uh, we will, you can find us on facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast, mm-hmm. um, where I don't know, like, what do you, what do you, how do you cut up a watermelon? Okay, hold on. I want people to talk to us on Facebook about how they choose a watermelon. Like, you know, what, what do you think about the thumping technique? What do you think about like the color of the, the, the spot where it was sitting on the ground? Like, what, what do you do? Yeah, come on and tell us what you think about the thumping technique and then also talk to us about watermelon. And then. <laughs> I also want to know, how do you feel about the flavor difference between seeded and non-seeded? Basically, what we're saying is you do the show in the comments for the show. Thank you. Do, you. you do the research that we Thank should have you, done. Thank you, everyone. We are waiting with bated breath. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. And our producer is Abby Circatella. And until next time, thank you for listening to... Sh- like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to... I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Corey Hart, and I'm wearing my sunglasses at night. Hold up. I am fascinated by the way you cut this watermelon. I'm so glad that I just let you do what you wanted to do with Well, I, do, I wasn't thinking, like, okay, let, yeah, okay. Let's, let's talk about this All on right. the show. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.